I'm Amber Blair, and I'm here with Dermcast TV. Today, we're speaking with Archna, Director at Large for SDPA, and we'll be talking about FPAR. Thanks for coming today. My pleasure, Amber. Why don't we start by just a basic definition and background of FPAR for anybody who's not familiar with it? Sure. So FPAR is termed as Full Practice Authority Rights, and now it actually has been renamed to Optimal Team Practice. And so, Amber, it's really comprised of three main components, one being seeking to decouple physician assistant licensure from that of a physician, um, so no longer having a collaborating or supervisory physician or other tie to a physician for our licensure. Um, the second component is it seeks to really help create PA boards, so really seeking to have a board of PAs um, that really help to run our legislation as far as who we're accountable to. Okay. And then third, it seeks to um, ensure that we're gonna be properly paid by private and um, public insurers. What organization is making the push for this movement? Great question, so AAPA. AAPA, yes. was there something that prompted this movement? Yes, also a great question. So what really happened is that the healthcare landscape, as you know, is just rapidly changing. And one of those components is that a lot of physicians are no longer the um, sole owners of their practices. They're oftentimes now employees of larger corporations. And so many physicians no longer want to take on the task of supervising, per se, a PA. They don't want to have that additional responsibility and not really see the benefit that they once saw when the PA was working directly for them. And so what we've seen is that, you know, PAs are now not being hired at the rate that NPs are being hired because of this one, um, one difference. How do you anticipate this will affect us moving forward? So I think it's going to give us better access to care to really get into the trenches, get um, you know, to the areas that are underserved, and really allow us to move more freely within the healthcare field without these onerous uh, legislative restrictions. How far away do you think we are of getting to that point? So also a great question, not one that I can easily predict, unfortunately. Um, so it's really left up to the states. The individual states have to go after and advocate for themselves and at their state legislators in order to make these um, components of really modernized um, PA practice, uh, you know, accountable in their states. So AAPA kind of sets out the um, best practice for PAs, and then that has to trickle down into each state and each PA um, state body going in and advocating for themselves. So our state constituent chapters really need to kind of stand up and run with us now. Exactly, and that's why it's so important to be a part of your state constituent chapter and also part of AAPA. So can you help me understand a little bit more as to how optimal team practice differs from private independent practice? Sure, so optimal team practice is still team-based care. So PAs are still collaborating with physicians and other medical providers. We are in no way independently practicing. It's still completely team-based care. Excellent. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming and talking about this today, and hopefully everybody got a little bit more knowledge on this somewhat confusing subject. <laughs> Thank you, Amber. My pleasure. From Dermcast TV, this is Amber. Thanks for watching.